Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. Don't know if you can hear me, but here we are, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Mobile Armor Radio, uh, episode sixty-three, and. Pat might know what season that is. Season five, episode three. Oh, look at him knowing Episode math. two. He's on it. Three. Three. 60, episode three. Yeah. <laughs> three, four. But, 60, uh, 61, 62, 63. It'd be four. 61, 63, three. Yeah, you're right. Because 60, I would assume, would be beginning it? of five. But who knows? Well, do you count half episodes in these seasons? Then it would be episode no. like you don't, seven. Half episodes are half. <laughs> That's why they're called half. That's why they're point five. <laughs> That's why they're half episodes. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. My name is Brian. I'm Chopper. And I'm Rob. And uh, yeah, so there. That's that's enough banter oh, before we get. <laughs> oh, the the abbreviated Brian banter. Anger yep. banter. The, the brief Brian banter. Ooh, it's a literary triple B. Yeah. Bs. <laughs> and we're done with the triple Bs. Let's move on. Yeah, let's let's go right on into the dropship and we're gonna talk about things we're working on. Yay. Dropship landing. And that's enough talk about serial killer podcasts. <laughs> Unlike you, I won't keep we're it here. in though, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so we are here in the dropship to talk about uh, projects that we're working on. So if you're not familiar with the show, we, we like to do model kits, miniature gaming and all sorts of stuff with uh, that involves giant robots, especially if they're smaller versions of them. So I'm going to kick it off to Pat. You want to start us off? We have a sponsor read, Brian. You never read the sponsor read. <laughs> sponsor read. <laughs> Join the, the madness of John Bear Ross. Visit uh, patreon.com slash John Bear Ross or search for John Bear Ross on tribes at myminifactory.com. One full-size 28 millimeter mech per month and more. Yay. Yeah, there you go. We yep. might as well talk Good about, guy. We might as well talk about the, the mech that's coming out. Uh, it's coming out this next month. It's called Gigante. Gigante. Gigante? Gigante. Is this the same as the wrestler? It is It is very large. He has a uh, video that I'm going to be showing right now. It is uh, huge. You can see his other mechs around it. And uh, I, I have no idea what it equates to. He's also got a... Uh, a what do they call it? A Not a sponsorship, but a working with the one page rules guys now. So this is compatible with one page rules, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's nice. Oh, okay. yeah. I didn't know he was doing that. Yeah. A joint venture. Joint venture. That's the word. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. So Gigante, he is quite large. I don't know if I could print him. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could afford that much resin. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, he looks like a big boy. Yeah. I'll have to bust out my resin. I have to start. I might have to start my printer back up again. You got, you have a, uh, you don't use your, you have a, uh, a uh, what's it called? Not resin. The other one. FDM. 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 Don't you? I have one. I have one left that works, and I. Ever since I started resin printing, I have become very, very 
adverse to bed leveling. Yeah. <laughs> so that thing sits sits uh, it yeah. sits like a, a chess a chess member of the chess group in high school waiting for a prom date. You're waiting for someone someone to use him. Yeah. Thing. But yeah, you don't uh, really use it anymore. No, it doesn't. At first, it doesn't fit on the stand I have where I put all my printers. But yeah. Oh well. Anyways. I haven't even used my resin printers in a while either. So, uh, continuing with, I guess, the dropship on my end. <laughs> uh, I have not resin printed anything, as we just found out. <laughs> I haven't used that thing in maybe six months. Just uh, was your hand solo blaster the last thing you printed? Yes, the hand solo blaster was, was the last thing I printed. Well, that was probably mm. over a year ago then, because <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah, because I was there last year and helped you put it together. Oh, Jesus, yeah. it's been a minute. That. I better break that thing out. <laughs> it's all dusty now. I mean, right. there's no reason for me not to be using it. I just uh... you just don't get around. Well, I mean, the re- the reason you've the been re- busy. No, the, yeah, that I've been busy. The, uh... I guess the main reason why I don't print anything is because it's just increasing the pile of stuff that I have to paint. Yeah, that is an issue. I, <laughs> I'm having a hard enough time getting this Neo Zhang done, which is a project that I want to finish, which is even worse. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that being said, I did work a little bit on it uh, prior to it, prior to the flooding of my basement. Yes, we talked about uh, that before. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, things have now just gotten back to normal and a bit dry. I think what I'm going to do before I start doing everything is kind of not so much waterproof, but water protect my stuff in the in the basement. Just keep it high. Uh, yeah, like I'm going to go to like Menards or Home Depot or something and buy some bricks and elevate mm. everything. Yeah, uh, get it up on blocks. Get them, I'm going to get everything on blocks like I stole it. <laughs> you should. Uh, you got a high ceilings. You should put a. A, what do you call that? The floating floor or whatever. Put it up higher, so you have like a. If it does flood, it'll flood under the floor instead of on top of it. Oh yeah! If we do that, we're going to. Uh, that ha- that's going to come with the remodeling of the basement. Yeah, so we, I mean, when you do, we want to. We want to move the walls around uh, down there. So if, uh, I want this wall here and that yeah. wall over there. Well, you've seen that well, basement, Brian. It's it's pretty weird. Yeah, it's like a weird angles. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, non, my... non-Euclidean. But Sarah's already drafted what she wants it to look like. So you go down the stairs and suddenly you're going yeah, up yeah, the stairs. Right. It's yeah. very Escher. It's very Hogwarts. <laughs> that's just uh, paintings. Yeah. So as far as things I've been working on, I worked on the Zhang a little bit, uh, but other than that, nothing. You're a bad co-host. <laughs> I know. It's just hard for me. I mean, this last couple of months have been rough because it was just back-to-back shows, and then mm-hmm. then there was the flooding, and then there was Gen Con, and now I have a little bit of time off. Yeah, winter. Um, winter is coming. Well, there's, there's yeah, there's the, the Michigan, the Michigan GT. The next, like, I got two shows left, and that's the Michigan GT and Pax Unplugged, but they're far and few between, and they're not huge shows. Yeah, they're like, only. Uh, yeah. They're only weekends instead of whole weeks yeah yeah so uh but that's it for me <laughs> good for you all right we talk more about what i didn't do than what i did do <laughs> how about you rob what do you got i did lots of stuff because i have a lot of 3d printing i also <laughs> i 
I primed some stuff, but I'm not going to talk about that until I actually paint it, which will be never. <laughs> but uh, first thing I did, I, I printed up from uh, Extra Guy. They did. He did uh, a bunch of uh, of hover tank things from uh, Masters Robotech Masters. So he did. I did some small scale ones, which are they're slightly bigger than BattleTech, I would say, but you know, pretty close. And uh, he did all three modes of the uh, hover tank. And then I also did a large version of uh, of the the hover tank in mech mode. And I also printed up uh, Dana Sterling. I did a little statue, 100 millimeter statue of Dana in her armor. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they, they, like, I have to clean it up a bit, obviously, but it's uh, right out of the print. It looks pretty nice. It's, it's pretty neat that you can just print up statues that, you know, mm -hmm. back in the day, having a statue, anime statue, was, you know, pretty hard to get or they were expensive. Now, you just print oh. it. <laughs> And it, mattering on the size of your printer, you could scale it up as big as you want to. You could do a. Oh, that's another thing I printed. Speaking of another guy called uh, Mini Volks on Colts 3D, does a lot of free macro stuff, and he did a. Uh, this is a VF 3000 head bust. It's, oh wow! So it's quite big. It's about the size of a baseball, I would say. So it's going to be. I have a little stand that goes It's as on. big as your head, Rob. Look at, look at. It's I'm wearing a, a VF ah! 3000, but it's yeah, it's, it's a neat little thing. So he does like all the plane modes of like almost every macro stuff. And I think he does some of the uh, robot modes. He has SDF and a lot of the big ships. So if you're ever looking for a uh, like some kind of uh, space combat game, you need uh, ships. Go to this guy. I'll have the link in the show notes for him. But it's all free. It's it's pretty cool. So uh, nice. yeah, that's pretty neat. So I'm doing a lot of uh, 3D printing of that kind of stuff. I'll talk about what I got yeah. at Gen Con in the uh, Comstar, but uh, some of that's sure. future projects. But uh, that's pretty much what I have done so far this month. How about you, Brian? Nice. Well, uh, a big part of this month for me was kind of getting my, my 3D printer back on track. Uh, I'd been having a lot of extrusion issues where I, I'd gotten one of the new metal, like all metal uh, extruders, and it was just chewing through filament, and I could there was nothing I could do to, like, Re remove the tension for it mm. so it was kind of a mess um and then it just so happened rick was replacing his old fdm printer to get new ones off of somebody because he's got a thousand of them <laughs> yeah he 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 just he knows people to to trade and barter with it's, yeah did he great. trade like some army like 40k army yeah or I, I think it was like sisters of he's battle like or the, something. who was that who was the James Gardner from uh, this is a no one's gonna know this. So you know I'm saying it. We're not on Dragonstone where you can talk about really old stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say like James Gardner from The Great Escape, but there's people with The Great Escape. What was that? Isn't that with I know that the Rock? <laughs> have they no, they haven't no. done a remake yet, have they? The Great Escape is an uh, yeah. old movie with Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. It's James Gar Great James Gardner. Uh, James Garner, the guy that's uh, the the president in Escape from New York. His name yeah. escaped me. Loomis from uh, Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yes, um, he's in it. He's super young yep. in that one. Uh, yeah, uh, but he plays like a guy who can get anything in in yeah. the World War II camp. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so similarly, uh, Rick 
ha happened to have a dual gear extruder mm. and I put that thing on and it's been just sitting, sitting right along. So uh, with that, um, I sent you guys pictures earlier is I've, I've printed off a, a spaceship. It's about yay big, uh, all things told, like it's almost a, almost a foot long, I think. Um, and it is big. I'm showing pictures and, now. Uh, well, who is texting the, us? <laughs> that's Pat. <laughs> uh, but but uh, so I got it from uh, Corvus Game Strain as um, a light frigate, uh, I think is what it's called. And uh, it's it's really nice. It comes in three parts, and they use the little like uh, clippies, uh, mm -hmm. open lock. I think is the system. Yeah, yeah. And uh, clips clips together the little. Like it, it has some extra like compartments and storage crates that you can clip on and off and everything like that. Um, and uh, no, it, it, it turned out really nice. And I'm, I'm excited to slap some paint on that. I might do some designs so that it has kind of uh, uh, set up lines to help uh, with dead zone, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, lining up the cubes and everything like that. Cause it is, it is just a little over three inches high. So it's perfect for a one up elevation. Uh, so it'd be fun to slap that down as like in the middle of a starport, and because uh, I play that game a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, if you do it like subtly, where it's like panel linings almost, you can you mm -hmm. can still make it so you can see the cubes, but you can. Or just like stripe striping on the ship kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it it's a really nice uh, set. It's it's fairly durable, even though I I think I printed it. I think I did like a point three. Uh, for the line height, so that there are some parts that kind of feel just a little weaker. So mm. it's probably not uh, something like the Tyco Starport uh, little terrain blocks that I printed, and I can practically just throw Whip those things around. around. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it, it's it's a really nice set, and uh, I'm probably going to see if I can get that painted up for uh, the Michigan GT and have that as a little centerpiece for some of the games. Like a head table or something? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, the, the 3D printing has kind of been the, the big one for me. Um, been trying to do a little bit of painting here and there. I'm trying to remember if I talked last time I had gotten myself, uh, I did start experimenting with some some uh, speed, speed paint paints, yeah. and stuff like that. It's been working well. Um, and I did finish up my little Asterians uh, set out of the, the Dead Zone two-player starter set. So I kind of have that force, but I do have a Spectra already to uh, to get put together and start getting more of the mechanized units ready to go for uh, for Dead Zone and and even Firefight, which you know uh, Firefight from Mantic Games now has. Uh, that's a Spectra yeah, as, with a shield. The shield is not yeah, one, but that's a Spectra. <laughs> and then, like as as of this recording, uh, the new. Uh, you know, Command Protocols book is coming out, uh, which has a mechanized centric uh, way to play, which is kind of neat. Uh, so rather than having a whole bunch of troops that have supported by like tanks and and gunships and stuff like that, you actually build from kind of the gunships, the tanks. You know, like an armored column moving mechs. through mechs. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to to get more of more of those vehicles on the board and uh, play some more of these games. So that's been kind of on my 
docket so far. But I think with that, um, I think we're ready to move on to the Comstar. Boom. Boom. Message from Comstar. And welcome to the Comstar. This is the section of the show where we talk about TVs, movies, books, comics, RPGs, video games, conventions, as it were, because uh, you guys uh, got to go to Gen Con. Small little yes, and we so, did. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, would you guys just like to double team uh, a Gen Con update first? Sure. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, well, it was fun. It was busy. And we were very tired. I yes. did. I did buy a bunch of stuff, uh, as you can see on the screen. I did buy uh, some BattleTech stuff and a lot of Iron Wind minis. We always trade with those guys, so I got a bunch of vehicles, yes. which was nice. And I did. Event, I did get to go to Target, and I got a uh, Essentials box set. I think it's here. Yeah. I also got all the Bob, <laughs> Babylon Five stuff, but that was I ordered that from uh, what's the place called Noble Knight Games. Noble Knight. I, I send it to, to Pat because shipping to Canada is insane. <laughs> but yeah, Essentials box set at, at Target. Going into Target and seeing an end cap full of Battletech was like, wow, this is cool. Like that was that was neat to see. <laughs> uh, to see it actually in a huge store like that's and it was relatively yeah. near the front too. So it was. Yeah. I hope it's selling to not just a bunch of grognards buying them all up for their for their collections and hopefully it's yeah. to new kids and stuff getting into it and like us who bought them yeah <laughs> but that being said it's on my shelf that, that, i'm not opening that it, being so. we said we only just bought it we only bought one we didn't buy seven no, yeah that's right we didn't buy right yeah but still it's uh hopefully it's getting into hands of new gamers that's what i'm hoping but as for uh gen con i don't know anything else pat we didn't we didn't really get to see much it was so no i mean we, we yeah we got we went to the Captain Boost, of course, and we looked to see what was new for Battletech and stuff. So we picked up two sets. I don't even remember what they were. Proliferation Cycle, which is the old, uh, the original Battle Mechs in the world. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like antiques, which is kind of fun. And also the, I got Snords of Regulars. Did you get that one too? Whatever two boxes that you gave me. Yeah, no. I had you pick. The Snords one is because fun. I was I was I was looking at the shadow and stuff. I go get me whatever is new mini wise. Yeah, the <laughs> Snords a regular one was cool because it uh, it has a Franken mech in it where it's a uh, do I have him here? I think I have him here somewhere. Anyways, he's in the box full of stuff I primed, but he's uh he's like one arm is an archer, one I think it's a warhammer, and then his head is a Valkyrie, <laughs> like or a oh, nice. sock. like it's. <laughs> Then you can do different configurations, matter which one you're doing. Like it's pretty fun. So, and he's all wacky colors, I guess. So it'll be fun to paint that guy. Yeah. But I uh, didn't. I didn't get any books though. You got the books. Yeah, I got the the new books I was missing. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, Mechwise, what else did we get? Uh, you That's... traded with Ironwind. I did not. Uh, yeah, I have enough. See. I have enough metal <laughs> sitting around from past Gen Cons that I. I made a conscious effort not to buy, pick any more up this well that's time. why i always get vehicles last year it was uh aerospace this year it was vehicles so I, and i got the there was a couple of new mechs that they just came out with so i got those yeah uh what else oh uh the scythe uh, sequel oh yeah expeditions uh that was it's all all about moving your mechs around and it's kind of a deck builder game uh, but you use your mech you move your steampunkish mech around if you ever played scythe 
or seen the artwork. Uh, who does that kind of artwork? Uh, some, some Swedish guy or Norwegian. Yeah. Scandinavian yeah, it's that 1920s sort of. uh, look, but steampunkish. Well, it's it's like rural settings with like workers in fields, and then there's a giant mech in the background, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's the the Iron Harvest game is is based on it too. Yeah. If you, if you've seen a, a sem, Samurai Seven, the anime, uh, sim, similar uh, style. Yeah. So I haven't had a chance to play the game. Uh, I did. You did get upsold. Some... You got upsold to the uh, special edition that has the giant metal minis in it. Yeah, so I mean, I always get upsold. I mean, who are you fooling? I mean, I got upsold for the, the games that my wife wanted, and I was just going to get the core game, and then I got upsold for those damn things too. Um, <laughs> what I mean, uh, but I haven't actually got a chance. It's, it's I read, the easiest to sell to a sales guy. I <laughs> so I read how to play on. the game, and uh, I did get the metal minis, but they're not super heavy because the game is not. The game heavy. was heavy. The game is giant. Because it's all cardboard and minis and yeah. cards. It's all it's quite heavy. So, uh, anything else? Oh, and then we did look at some other things like uh, Robotech Restoration, which later on this month that we will be talking to no, the creators of that. We already did. Did we put Did we put that out? Yeah, it was. That was yeah. That was like last month. You're really I didn't, really behind I didn't the see, I didn't see it come out. I only saw the other one. It's called sixty two point five. The other right. one is well, then. <laughs> well, in this oh no, you're right. You're right. We did that future that. past tense where we recorded right. an episode prior, <laughs> no, but no. wasn't so, sure yeah. about the release schedule. <laughs> we did talk to the guys. I'm sorry, I'm one ahead of myself. Yeah, we yeah. did talk to the guys. We have another from, episode uh, coming up within a week talking about uh, BattleTech modding, which will be the next one. That'll be yeah. sixty three point five. Yeah, yeah. So, my bad. You're right. We did. We, we did. We uh, recorded a lot of content for you guys. I uh, say we, of, but I'm I'm not on all of them. Doctor Doctor Wicks Wicks, Wicks are the guys that created the Robotech restoration, and, and it's yeah. a it's a pretty fun game. Uh, had I known, I think it's on sale right it, now too on the. Uh, on it was the, ready at Gen Con. I wouldn't have bought it afterwards, but yeah, it's a, it's on sale right now on the Strange Machine Games website. If you want to go check that out too, yeah, check it out. If you like Robotech, you like the uh, uh well, attack on the stf1 well this is what they call it a coin c-o-i-n system like that's a, it's yeah. like a type of game like a you know we'd say like 4x or stuff coin is a type of game yeah that's what this is it's uh really interesting watch that show we talk all about it so it sounds fun it's uh yeah. cool games yeah uh but as far as gen con i think that's about it i mean uh I'm trying to think of anything else we looked at. I don't think so. It wasn't uh, last year. I found there was a lot more mech kind of stuff. But this year was uh, either it was so busy this year because it was sold out every single day. Like all all four days were sold. All out. passes all passes were sold out. Yeah. Even sing, even the single day ones. Yeah. So it was, so it was so much busy. busier than yeah. that. We didn't. Yeah. We, I didn't there, get there was much that. to walk around. Like we walked around I, one time, I think, and that was early on and. I know, I know that that Disney card game really drew a lot of attention and like wow. had yeah, cause, places cause, and, and and trampled someone. Yeah, there's yeah. people trampled and people sleeping in the aisles at, to get this stupid card game that will be available to everyone within a week. So I have it's no. Idea. It's available now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my game shop down the street has it. <laughs> yeah. So why are you people? You're nuts. And then there was a big heist of. Uh, $300,000 yeah, a... worth of Magic the Gathering cards, too. 
by a couple of idiots who were, were caught on camera wearing their shirts from the game they made. <laughs> Pretty easy to catch them. <laughs> and well, they also look straight into the camera. Yeah, it was bad. Not not the genius <laughs> heist. <laughs> it's not a George Clooney esque heist, that's for sure. Yeah. Mis- misunderstood the, what the, the the stealth mechanic how yeah. it works in yeah. the real world. I guess they thought they were just so brazen nobody would notice, but people noticed. <laughs> they also might know, not known how much they stole. Like they're probably like, ah, we got a skid. That's funny, ha. Huh? Meanwhile, it's it's like three hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff they sold. They stole because it was all oh, magic that, cards. They had to know how much that is. I mean, that skid has that's a whole palace with the cards. Yeah, it's all land. It's all land, yeah. It's all land, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so so Rob, did you want to kind of pick up from there about some sure. of the other announcements? Uh, well, Armored Core Six is out. Has anybody played it yet? I have. Not. I have not, but I heard it's bananas. I heard it's it, <laughs> the tutorial takes like ten hours to beat. I'm like, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounds like it's it's picked up more from uh you know what from software has kind of become souls, yeah. which is you know the, the souls like games but now with a mecha twist um i i've heard the first kind of boss you encounter they're calling it the rubicopter because it, it weeds people out it's like <laughs> the, the weak will not get past this it's, it's, this yeah. point uh which which you know, that's on, that's on the, the point hand, of those games. But... Yeah, yeah, that's it's kind of uh, kind of the point, and uh, you know, more more power to them. Uh, at the same time, it would be kind of nice for people that want to just kind of casually play those games. But again, yeah. it, th- there's there's something to be said about kind of that that artistic vision of, you know, the game is meant to be played, to like it's going to try to kill you. <laughs> yeah. So. I, uh, yeah, it's but, crazy. But people seem to be really like, apart from that, like the people that are, well, aren't having a great time because of the difficulty. Everyone else that is in tune with but that even kind the of people that I, I saw talking it. about how hard it is were saying, "I still love the game." I'm like, like they were yeah. like, "I'm stuck on this guy for like ten hours." I still, I love this game. It's like, no, that sounds terrible to me. <laughs> I'm not that kind of player, I guess. Yeah, I, I'll I'll have to see because like I've tried, I've tried like. Uh, a couple of those games and and just the way the way i play games these days is more of kind of you know i'm doing it just casually yeah Yeah, i'm doing it relax i usually only have a small window of time to play them and so it's just like i just want something to to chill while i do and and so i'll probably still pick up the game because i i love armored core um but uh, we'll see if i get very far (laughs) yeah I don't think they even have like a easy difficulty. That's not their way. So, not 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 yet. Well, um, if it, it, I mean, like, armor. Uh, the very first armor core was rough and hard to yeah, play. Yeah, that's true. All the way up to armor core three, which is, this is where I kind of three three I seemed pulled, to hit a good. I, I pulled back yeah. a little bit on armor core around that time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, not my kind, not my game. But anyways, um, <laughs> there's also I read a comic book, but it's also a Netflix show. Uh, back in the day, I uh, did uh, read Mech Cadet U, which is this new Mech Cadets TV show on Netflix is based on. Okay. And, and uh, there's a new comic book that is kind of a sequel to Mech Cadet U. So it's called Mech Cadets to tie in with a new show. So it's all about, uh, you know, as it is, it's all about kids piloting giant robots to stop an alien invasion. And a, a, the oh, one kid is like a... Uh, <laughs> 
he's just a janitor's son and he gets caught up in stuff and ends up with a you kind of get bonded to these mechs they're kind of aliens kind of and and you he gets bonded to one of these mechs and has to join the mech cadets so and he's kind of an outsider but they learn to work together as always these kind of shows are i guess the cartoon and the comic book is very for younger kids but it's still fun you know i haven't watched a cartoon yet but uh i'm showing the trailer as we speak but it's always nice to have those options to get you know newer generations into yeah max yep so hopefully yep it's uh hooks some people uh the comic books are fun i enjoyed them but uh Another thing that's happened that will be interest to Pat is that uh, Cav is rebranded to uh, Cav Strike Operations Armored Might. Yes, it has. There's a new uh, Cav, <laughs> and they've uh, totally rebooted the universe. So no more aliens. It, the, it, people say the Rock are gone, but they're really not. They're what? just... Well, it says in the show notes the Rock are gone. <laughs> they are gone. But if, they... you talk, if you talk with Mr. Walker, he says they're not gone. They're just... Missing. Unknown. Yeah, they're not a they're not a, a faction anymore in the game yet. So, because because he said they didn't really fit into the humans, <laughs> they were so alien that they don't really fit. So, but uh, interesting, I, he, he did the armored might thing because he said that uh, for like CEO for search engines, it's much easier to search for armored might than it is for cav because cav things like the Makes sense. cavaliers and things like that really screw up any kind of searching. So. Armored Might is the way to search for Cav now. So it's a yeah. new era for Cav, which is fun. We'll have to pick up the new rules when we uh, see them next. Maybe a Decathlon. Yeah. I'm going to have to switch my faction now. I was like the... Uh, the um, Well, they're, they like Dark Elf kind of guys. I forget their names, but uh, they're always my favorite. But who knows what they're like now? I have to read all the descriptions yeah. again. I have to learn the game again. I'm, the actual gameplay, I think, uh, it's updated, but it's the same game, you know. Yeah, I think they're putting all the facts and all the yeah, of updated stuff into gotcha. the new book. So. Uh, last thing I did was watch the new uh, Text Talks Battletech. He did a, the Hunchback. It's available on the YouTube's uh, two-hour-long dissertation on the Hunchback. <laughs> and it's, uh, as always, pretty fun and funny. And it's an in-world class, which is always fun for Text Talks. Uh if you're into Battletech, it's good, and it's still enjoyable to watch, but it is very long, so for the, the uninitiated, <laughs> it takes a long time to watch it, but uh, fun stuff. It's like watching a movie. Nice. They, they only put them out like once a year, so enjoy it while it's out. So, right. uh, I think that covers everything I've done for uh, Comstar. I don't think there's anything else. Right. I am reading a new uh, Battletech novel in the, uh, it's in the Dark Ages. And there, there were some really good political ones in the middle. Now I'm reading one that's just really bad. It's already got like a serial killer in it and people are acting all tough. And it's like, are they killing no, podcasters? No, not quite. But uh, it's uh, very, yeah, very cheesy. But uh, the other ones were good. It's up to here. So maybe this is just one speed bump. It started off bad. It got pretty good. Now it's, it's bad again. So as much as people give crap to the dark age, some of them are not bad. So. But uh, nice. yeah, that's all I've done. Yeah. Uh, Pat, did you have any any extra Comstar? My mic is or my earphones were messed up. What happened? <laughs> uh, we. I was just uh, kind of passing it back to you. If you had any more Comstar, you want oh, to? Add? I don't know why my my headphone was all messed up for a second. Uh, 
No, I don't have anything else. I just uh, didn't call. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch anything. Oh, well. I've just been in deep. I've been in decompression mode after Gen Con. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, to be honest, you know, I was ill for uh, a couple days after Gen Con, and then I had to decompress. Yeah, it is a uh, so. dish of, dish of uh, con crud. So, well, the con crud's back, man. It's where everyone's out in mass again. So, oh yeah, yeah. When when we were forced to wear masks, mask, the, I never got sick though. So, yeah. I'm, knock on wood, yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I mean anything that I mean mostly Rob talked about everything else that I was into it. So sure, sure. All right. Well, uh, I I did not go to Gen Con, so <laughs> I couldn't contribute to that, but. Uh, you know, I, I did um, also find kind of speaking of new shows like Mech Cadets, uh, there there's a new one that I stumbled upon called uh, Sinduality Noir, which is this new mech anime. Uh, it, it's this kind of weird thing where I, I stumbled on it when someone was like, a lot of people are saying which from Mercury is a great stepping on point for like mechs for uh, and, and Gundam is a great stepping on point for mechs. And they're like, but this show actually uh is is a different kind of intro that uh the the more casual person looking oh, to get into yeah. to mech anime might might enjoy so uh i i checked out the trailer and it seemed like it was kind of fun so is it on netflix I'll, or I'll, what's it on um let's see i think where did prime. i see it was <laughs> it was like disney prime uh, but that was like Disney Prime Singapore yeah. is where I got the the link from. Uh, but uh, well, if you have to send me the name, I'll see if I can put a link in the show yeah, notes I, if, for a, a, I, a I did post not it. crazy version of it that you. Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Disney Plus Singapore was where the trailer was from. So we'll we'll have to we'll figure out where that is. But uh, yeah, Sinduality. Did you put? Did you put uh, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Disney Plus Singapore. That's crazy. Maybe it's on Disney Plus. It might be Disney Plus. Otherwise, um, I was thinking maybe it was a Netflix show or like an Amazon Prime. You never know um, what Singapore you is never know. putting out. Yeah. Oh, well, but, uh, have to check that out. Yeah. And then uh, I've actually been uh, still continuing to play through uh, Horizon uh, uh, Forbidden West, um, unlocking more giant mech dinosaurs to to try and kill as they kill me because i've come in and out of that game so infrequently it's like <laughs> how do i play again and then i'm dead. yeah um but uh it, it's 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 moving along the i'm starting to do more of the story stuff it, it's a big sandbox game so and i i had i usually get to a point uh in those kind of games where it's like okay Normally, I'm just I'm exploring. I'm getting every side quest and objective and everything. And like, and then I'm like, okay, I I need to keep this story rolling here. Um, so moving moving that one along, and then um, and then because Ahsoka, the Ahsoka series just is coming out. I've been rewatching Rebels with my wife, so because she wants to watch Ahsoka but never watched mm-hmm. uh, most of that other Star Wars content. So getting her caught up for that. You just like um, it because it's called Rebels. I mean, I won't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> Another potential topic for later. Favorite mm-hmm. rebel organizations. <laughs> and um, and then yeah, I, I kind of hinted at it in the um, you know in, in the 
earlier in the show where we, we uh, Mantic Games is putting out a new version of Firefight, uh, which is I'm really ex- uh, excited to get my hands on that book and uh, start playing around with some some like full on OHMS team. Uh, yeah, you finally can I do got, your stuff. Yeah, I can you, do it. Three your, striders. Your legal, your legal lists will finally be legal. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So now, now I, now I just need to build some more striders, I guess. That, that's what I'm hearing is I just need to build more of these things. Yeah. Um, so really, really looking forward to doing that actually. Um, and uh, and then uh, Mantic also proposed, uh, they, they actually kind of put it out to the community uh, to give them feedback on that they were going to be kind of renewing the Warpath uh, game, uh, but doing it as uh, you call it epic style, right? Where it's, it's very tiny minis. <laughs> Um, like like old Epic 40k, right? Where where your troops were, what is that like? They were really small. It's not gonna be that small. I think four four millimeters. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're shooting at like six to eight millimeters for uh, for Warpath, which is good. When you get like a you know a Strider that's the size of a normal mini, that's that's the cute range right there. <laughs> it is a cute little Strider, isn't that the little picture that they had? Of it? <laughs> I have some printed up. But, uh, we tested it a while ago, but uh, I can't. I don't oh, know nice. Where they are. It's, <laughs> it's pretty amazing, and, and like the uh, big planes and stuff at that scale, it's it's pretty cool. Mm. Like, no, I I bet. Yeah, and uh, and and so the the big thing, like a big part of the story there was, uh, they kind of put it out to the community. Uh, there had been. Uh, you know, whispers that, uh, you know, some some competition might be uh, showing up again at, at that same scale that so it might be a very, uh, you know, full, uh, you know, game space to, to enter back into. Wow, for six um, months until GW stops supporting it, and then it just goes away again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so they, they, you know, did a lot of uh, community outreach and, and feedback and collect, you know, do they want to make this as you know, do, do we release the game at all? Do, you know, they, they gave out kind of a draft of the rules for free for people to check it out so they could kind of see for themselves if there would be something they'd be interested in, which is pretty neat. Um, and then also that, uh, you know, do, do they make this a, a 3D printed game where, where they provide digital files uh, for the minis and then, you know, people that, that are doing 3D printing kind of, you know, are the ones that play it <laughs> or you, you buy from them. So, um, yeah, I'm, I believe from what I've heard and you, and you guys might even know more, uh, it sounds like the, the feedback has been a yes. Uh, people do want to play the game. Uh, and so they're, I think they're still figuring out exactly what's, what's uh, release model that they want to go with. Wow. Um, I don't think Ronnie does anything by half measures, so <laughs> I'm feeling if they do it at all, it's going to be big. Like they'll do a lot. So yeah, it'll um, be big, tiny things. All I know is we we need a hookup so we can get some uh, review copies on this show. If it's all mech based yeah. uh, combat, <laughs> if only we knew somebody. If only we knew somebody who might be able to help us. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, but, to, uh, we'll have to email somebody. Yep, yep. yep. I'm going to email somebody. But uh, I, I'm I'm excited for that. Like I've never I never played at that at that scale or painted yeah. a mini at that at that size. So I don't know how well I'd handle that because I'm I'm kind of 28 millimeter or bust. It's actually uh, well, you have to set your expectations low, and you're not going to be painting as much detail. 
Oh yeah, right. just kind of. I, I liked painting uh, when I had Flames of War. It was fun painting those little guys because it was just like yeah. you got so many done because you're just like okay, base colors and then you <laughs> throw some wash on them and yeah, yeah, wash or <laughs> dry brush real quick. You you hope that the 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 uh, sculpt is good enough to ke- keep the wash on there and the and the dry brush to do the highlights and give a little details to it, but otherwise they're so small. But uh, yeah, I I was joking that about three D printing, you never three D print stuff that small. But uh, our friend was it John Jack who printed something? He was trying to print some stuff John for, Jack, his, yeah. for his Armada ships, and I was like, you'd never be able to get that scale. Yeah. They're like the size of like pins. Prince, Prince his little crew <laughs> crewman to sit on his boats. <laughs> and, and he actually got. I was like, wow, he got the scale down. So you can print real detailed stuff. I'd be afraid to lose mm-hmm. it, but. Yeah. yeah, he, he exceeded but, uh, my expectations about the scales you can do. So we might even see, you know, Z's, Z's in six millimeter scale. <laughs> can you? Wow, that'd be pretty small. They, they, they would be like a millimeter tall. <laughs> Just a little little bump on the. That's what he's saying. The Napoleonics but, uh, use like pins, like they just use pinheads. Yeah. So. <laughs> But uh, so so neat things are are ahead from that and and you know at that scale you really can do some pretty like suddenly like you have the ability to say hey what if we had you know so what what's what's a bigger way of striding like a stomper <laughs> I can you know, see some, uh, some gigantic... yeah, the dwarves building something big I can see the uh, the forge fathers Absolutely. doing some big stuff big mechs yeah so. We'll, we'll see we'll see how it all shakes out i'm excited for it yeah. um but with that i think i think we're we're all set uh to hop on over to the mech bay hanger and talk about our main topic for the week well, excellent now entering the mech bay hanger Welcome to the Mech Bay Hainer. This is the part of the show where we kind of have a, a monthly roundtable topic. Uh, and and for this month, uh, I decided to, uh, was kind of, you know, as as we get terrain prepped for <laughs> for uh, tournaments and events and stuff like that, it, it you know, had sparked in my mind, it was like, uh, you know, different kinds of terrain setups and different kind of battlefields are always, you know, it's always kind of the third player uh, in in any kind of uh, game that you're you're playing against somebody, and so um, yeah, I, I I thought you know that'd be kind of a neat topic to talk about. So like as far as uh, in relation to giant mech games like BattleTech or you know games that are kind of mech adjacent like Dead Zone or Firefight, like uh, you know what's what's people's kind of favorite style of, of kind of battlefield and what kind of terrain they like to play on. Uh, and I thought, you know, I, I might start off like for, for me, especially something like Dead Zone, uh, which is which is on an eight by eight grid and uh, very three dimensional. Uh, and so like for, for me, I really love the like very tight, like cityscape, right? That it's it's buildings that are, are pretty much you know butted up against each other there's there's gameways and walkways and and restaurants and all sorts of stuff that looks like a a lived-in space that uh suddenly has been kind of thrust into this conflict uh so so that's kind of the the first one for me just that kind of setting and and really kind of uh you know in in that way it kind of tells a story um about the the space that you're you're fighting in 
and having having some fun. So, and then I'll I'll kick it over to Rob. You have a bit of a list. Uh, well, my first one is uh, one that I, I there isn't many mech games in this environment. There's a lot of uh, spaceship games, but it's space. I we need a mech game that's like Gundam in space. Like it's so inter- really in- integral in like Gundam, but we just don't have a game like that. Like yeah. Interceptor, we've Pat and I've played is really fun, and you probably could modify it easy enough to to make it Gundam based. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of space combat games that we've we've been trying out, but actual mechs in space is a a, a thing that I'd like to try that isn't really mm-hmm. around. So. Maybe we'll mess around with it because we have a new set of rules that we just picked up. We that, always have that, new uh... rules. <laughs> <laughs> that Gunframe game I, I had talked about uh, in one of our previous episodes actually had uh, specific rules for doing space combat, which was kind of a, a, like you're saying. It was like, oh, we yeah. don't get to see that very often. That was a skirmish game too. Yeah, that was yeah. a that was a skirmish game. Like obviously, all the role playing games have rules for it, but it's the actual yeah, of a yeah. miniature skirmish game in space is rare. So yeah, I have to check mm-hmm. that out also. So that's it. Yeah. We need space games because I want to run more space games. I want to run a Gundam into a giant asteroid. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing would have to do you make it a three D because if you're going to be in space, you need that, to, do you, do you need an X? Do, do you need to do an X Y axis? Or I would do it. I would probably do like flight different size, different height flight bases, maybe. So you could yeah. do it within reason. That would be you could that's, do it. that's that would be my X Y axis. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, it would be too hard to do a th- true 3D. Like, how would you? Yeah. Without without anti gravity, how would you actually do that? So, <laughs> so. underwater, you just I'll set yeah, this yeah. thing up here and it'll float, right? <laughs> we'll just dress our fish like mechs and have them fight. <laughs> <laughs> sharks with laser beams on their heads. It always comes back to sharks with laser beams. Yeah. Cool. How, how about you, Pat? What's what's kind of your first pick for like a favorite battle well, game? It, it it's uh, it's a cityscape. I enjoy a cityscape, but uh, your example was uh, is it's kind of claustrophobic. Cluster it, yeah. because you've limited yourself. But most and most battle games don't play on a three a two by two. Right. They're yeah. on a four by four or six by four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we talk tabletop terrain for big game, I think large scale table and that's mm-hmm. where i feel like a cityscape really really comes in because then now we're talking multiple buildings multiple heights like we're talking al- almost like uh was it drop zone or drop fleet one of those ones drop zone I think it is, right? yeah drop zone yeah, uh you can do it we did the those those buildings for drop zone commander work very well for their cardboard i think weren't they like fold yeah i have yeah. i have like tupperware not tupperware what do you want to call those things that's trademark little plastic <laughs> containers yeah little bins just bins yeah, and bins, bins of them yeah um and that's what i use i use it for cav i use it for BattleTech uh, almost exclusively and um it's in my my six by four playmat is a, is a city so it's got roads on it and uh, places where you can put the building so you can set up like a true city uh, and it works well with BattleTech because jump jets, you could jump from building to building mm-hmm. like you could in game. And uh, you make alleyways and you make streets. And so yeah. you have like kill zones. two kill zones. You can, yeah. uh, you can perch, things like that. You have open uh, spaces. You get a little park area that you can. Mm-hmm. You get you include open space. So there's just, the, I think, 
iconically for me, the cityscape is what's best for battle for mech battles in general. And and two, like it it's you know, it, it from a from a mechanic standpoint, it kind of gives you the best of all all the worlds, right? You have you have the level terrain, uh, where you have like like you're saying, like lanes of fire and things like mm-hmm. that. But it's, you have plenty of cover yeah. from from and, the buildings. And, and unless you are playing in uh, London, uh, your 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 streets are you, you you're playing on a, an almost a grid like pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be, that'd be so, a lot. Actually, playing in London, that would be actually awesome because <laughs> it is yeah. so. There's some like parts that are, Yeah, yeah. It's just cow trails is what it is. The roads are just cow trails paved over. Pretty much. Right, right. <laughs> like uh, Janesville, Wisconsin. Yeah. So, or you could do, or you can even do a DC version where the streets are uh, radiate from the center of the capital as a spoke. Yeah. Or, or Chicago too, with all the underground parts in Chicago too, with like the under underpasses oh, and you, stuff. You definitely need to. You definitely need a multi layer table yeah, for that. Yeah. And does Chicago have an L train? Yeah. 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 So that would be a fun thing to have in there too. Uh, I'd have to get. We'd have to get. Uh, what do we? What is it? The o, H scale? No, O scale. I, I don't twenty eight. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it's O. Well, we wouldn't want twenty eight. You want uh, if you're playing BattleTech, you want even small. I think it's is it yeah, BattleTech H O maybe? Smaller. I can't remember which one's the small ones. Yeah. And, well, you're right. I don't remember. I think yeah, H O might, might be twenty eight, <laughs> and I think N. H O is twenty eight. Yeah. Yes, H O is twenty eight, and I don't remember what the smaller version. I think N is the uh, small one. But you could definitely set that up. Um, yeah. 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 But that for for tabletop bank it's games. It's all about space, works. though, at that point. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> that's I that's have the, the beauty of the cardboard stuff is that you just fold it up and put it away. Like, well, I just tables put, like that, I just, it's hard. I stack them inside each other. Yeah. Where, yeah, where yeah. Having a, like, as a kid, I had a permanent, like, like fantasy table. But it was big, mm-hmm. and there's not much space for it. You're like, where are you going to put that? <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, yeah, cool, and and it's it is kind of fun to to talk like mine. I guess mine was more like a city block, right? Yeah, Whereas yeah. yours is more of like the city, <laughs> or even uh, Dead Zone's really like a, I'd say it's like a settlement, so almost like Hadley's Hope and Aliens, where it's just kind yeah. of like a small little area. Not they're doing it more now, built up cities in Dead Zone, mm-hmm. but the original concept yeah. was more like a spaceport almost, like a big frontier, yeah, kind of space, yeah. Uh, so I would say my next one uh, is one that I'm, I'm also actually trying to uh, come up with a way to bring it into Dead Zone is a uh, like a forest theme yeah. one. Uh, and, and it's it's that interesting thing where like uh, th- thinking of like big trees, right, that that you can actually go up into as as opposed to uh, maybe like the BattleTech scale where it's like a tree is like to its knee or something like that or to its hip. More um, like I'm like village. Yeah, like if you're you're on Kashyyyk and yeah. you've got your walkers and they really, you know, they just barely go up above the roots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can trees. have like walkways above their heads and stuff and yeah. Exactly. Like I think I think that's, you know, not only is is the forest kind of a a really kind of unique space to be doing more kind of you know like an oafms team like it's yeah. gundam vietnam right you're it's 
it's taking mechs into a space they're really not designed for and um you know either either making the environment fit them or having to adapt to how the environment is set up uh which i i think is a pretty neat neat space uh to have have battles in it's just so difficult for trees because playability is hard with trees right Mm -hmm. unless you just represent you just have the like the the uh the trunks and not do the canopy yeah the easiest way would be to do the trunks and not the canopy yeah that that always looks funny to me but i guess you could just you know imagine (laughs) but playability (laughs) is always the the hard the problem with yeah the problem with the canopy then you wouldn't be able to reach your max yeah it's all your figures it would unless look, it was really high. <laughs> it would look great but it would be uh, hard to play on i would think yeah that that would be more of like a big showcase like yeah. uh you, you know like the the big um you know the actual like warhammer 40k size minis and then they have their titan class warlord warlord class titan uh you know standing by and it's like well that thing's not actually moving <laughs> yeah it's, it's unplayable in the game but it's just there yeah yeah yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Forrester, it's always a good idea, especially with sci-fi. It's, it's fun to combine them, obviously, with, like I said, Avatar and things. Mm-hmm. It's kind of popular now. But, uh, yeah, I think of Oeth MS Team or Votoms. Votoms did a lot in the yeah, jungle. That was the best. Like, they had three sections. It was, like, what was the first one was city, second one was jungle, and then the third one was desert. So, yeah, it's the jungle one was my favorite part of Votoms. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. What was your your next one, Rob? Uh, mine is uh pretty basic, but it's just uh hills, but um, multi-leveled, tiered, so not rolling hills. Like for especially your battle tech, you don't want rolling hills. Your mechs will fall over constantly, and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But they actually have tiered, <laughs> almost a uh, heroescape kind of hills. Like too bad mm-hmm. nobody nobody Step, stepped hills. stepped. Yeah. Like heroescape was obviously. It was popular for the terrain, and then now the terrain is really hard to get because it, after the game died, everybody bought the terrain up because it was so perfect for many different things, but uh, mm-hmm. it was all modular. But I wish somebody would either do like a 3D printing version, which I think some people have, but uh, or I, there's got there's plenty I think I've stumbled across, but actually modular. Like the, I've seen a lot where it's like you buy them and it's a set hill or whatever, but it would be neat to mm-hmm. just get the little modular parts to build your own. Um, but yeah, that for BattleTech works like it's all based on uh, flat maps, the actual BattleTech. But to actually mm-hmm. play it on a 3D hilly terrain with like rivers and stuff running through it, which I think that it looks so much better than just playing on the flat maps. Like instead yeah. of doing like tactical scale kind of, you you're actually playing it. Like I think that that would be fun. And you could do like actual heights or the right height instead of just having to read the coordinates and stuff. That's always yeah. a problem with BattleTech maps. It's a lot of numbers, <laughs> and you're just like, it's it's you're not you don't get immersed. You're more uh, living on the higher scale, kind of looking down on this. The Excel spreadsheet of it all. Yeah. <laughs> I like the immersion of actual BattleTech mech combat. So, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, multi-level tiered hills or any terrain in general, but uh, heroescape type terrain. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that'd be fun. Once again, Absolutely. easy to put away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Turn it in a bin. Yep, exactly. What's next for you, Pat? 
Uh, forests. I do have a set of forests. That I, don't, I don't use them as much as I do, yeah. do my city because I just really enjoy the city. But uh, I do like the multi-tiered hills, but then I also like to accentuate those with trees so you mm. can post up on top of a hill if you need to. Oh, if you're playing with infantry in Cav, you can post up your mortar teams or your your other long range weapon teams up in there. So you're thinking of more of the mech scale where it's just a a forest crop of trees that you put your guys in, or like Brian was saying, actual trees on the battlefield. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, or like forest. a little, little yeah. forest space. Yeah, exactly, forest yeah, space yeah. teams. Uh, yeah. yeah, for that's that's uh. fun to actually add for BattleTech, especially is to have that. <laughs> Because it really affects the game, and when you set yeah, it up and fire, it's, and, it's... <laughs> and while I I do love setting up the kill zones in Cityscape, the it's harder to do in a randomized forest hill yeah. layout. And when you're chasing uh, like a late mech and he runs into a forest, it's it's you know it's fun. Like exactly, it adds an extra <laughs> little bit of uh, challenge. Uh, but believe it or not, though, I feel like I like Cav a little bit better in the forest scenes oh, yeah? because I do like to drop my my troops in the in near forces and have them move forward and post up in the the forest, especially when it's the heavy mortar teams. Yeah, do they have good rules for that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see now. I mean, we'll see what Armored <laughs> Mike brings us. But <laughs> I'm sure that kind of stuff won't change. No, I don't either, but... Uh, it it, it uh, is kind of fascinating to me that, like, a lot of the game stores that I keep, like I I frequent these days, like so few of them have trees, mm-hmm. like little forest units. I I don't know if I don't know if the big the big games have just done away with them. Even hills are kind of spotty to find. It's I think it's building corners. I think it's stuff. just the uh, it's the idea of because it, most if you're playing, say like a mass battle fantasy game. The trees just get in the way then at that point. So Slow the game would, down. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the way around that is to have trees that you can push aside. Yeah. Uh, but then now you have to store those trees and those get lost or yeah, they're just loose and kind of things like that. So I think with the advent of these new trees that Mantic, the space trees that Mantic is coming out with, mm-hmm. uh, I think that'll be a little bit easier because they're all one piece and they're all plastic. So they won't take any damage when you move them around or drop them. Yeah, and you won't lose any flocking. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I can't wait for that to come out because I'm going to try and replace my uh, regular trees with aliens. Because most of the time I'm playing space Doesn't matter, sci-fi yeah. games anyways. <laughs> I don't I really play any and, fantasy games anymore. So I don't need real trees. Yeah. And then with that release too, they're doing kind of neoprene. At least I think it's neoprene uh, like like you're saying, like little space uh, zones for like, this is a forest. Yeah, especially yeah. Kings of War, that's really important because you want to put your, mm-hmm. you want to move the trees all the way and have it represented. Yeah. And know, and know, yeah, and, and know and where the edge of the and, forest is. Because yeah. you're on a base, so you have to be able to mm-hmm. put that base in the trees. So, <laughs> yeah. I like the way Firefight so. does stuff. It's where you just put the leader there and it, your whole group's considered with it. Lock them up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or even take them off the board. If okay, the leaders, okay, the leader he's, on that building, he's, he's in, in the that building. building. <laughs> All the guys are with him in that building. You know, like I love yep, how they yep. do that way. It yeah. moves, makes it move fast. Yeah. All right. Well, the 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 last one that I I, I haven't gotten the chance to play in a setup like this, but I, I'm fascinated by the idea. 
Uh, and this is again kind of a, a dead zone centric one, which is that you're 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 playing on some kind of like elevated space where there's areas that are just danger zones. In this case, like you you're on an oil like rig or something like with with water yeah, yeah. or something like that. You uh, built that you a could get knocked like off. Yeah. Tyler Tyler Schultz, I think, did. Oh, is that who uh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, he he did it. I was try like I started a project. He used to do it, like posts and, or something to put it up higher. Yeah. Yeah, and I I I done the math on like how many parts I was gonna need from oh, this yeah. like kit, and I was just like, oh man, it's like eighty six posts. <laughs> but I bet now with uh like uh who's the three D printer who does those uh does the dead zone like terrain? Well, this was uh, Corvus Games terrain yeah, uh, isolation protocols. They, so, do they have posts uh, and stuff like that where you could just print it whatever you needed? That's a lot easier. Like that, yeah, it, yeah. He, instead of just buying yeah, specific kits for it, yeah. <laughs> and um, but yeah, so it was like it was going to be a, a pretty big endeavor to print all that, and then obviously storing it somewhere. Yeah. Um, but but I, I I do like that idea where, again, you really have to pay attention. Like there's there's a level of danger associated with the the terrain. Um, and, I, and I like it like in animes and, and video games where say you're like you're having a mech fight on top of like aircraft carriers or something yeah, like that, that and you're having to yeah. jump between them like something like that I think would be a really fun to have in the tabletop setting too. Um, some kind of weird leapfrog battleship style game. Destructible terrain where it's just falling it's around from underneath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. A new worms game, I think, is is fun to have something like that. So yeah. maybe we we adapt that into battle. I don't. I don't think it's quite three D, but it's. Uh, I'm sure somebody will do a three D version of it where it's like. Yeah. Instead of just doing the, like it's more of a board game, right? So it's just gonna have hexes. Right. But yeah. imagine doing like yeah, you could do it, on higher versions of that. That'd be fun. <laughs> that's that's the expansion, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, what? And, and what's kind of your last one, Rob? Uh, Pat touched on it, but uh, it's definitely City Tech from uh, BattleTech. That was my first introduction mm. to BattleTech. Actually, that's the first box that I bought because that was the one that was available. So, fighting in cities in mechs has always been kind of my first love. And I know even the uh, the harebrained schemes fighting in cities was added on later, and it's mm -hmm. it's pretty fun when you you just can't you know sit at distance and shoot at each other you got to work or fight your way around buildings and sneak up on people and having objectives or lower buildings or higher buildings another thing that hairbrain schemes did fun was and and actual battle it's in battle tech too when you jump on a building it might collapse underneath you if it gets shot out from <laughs> under you or you're too heavy it'll just collapse so you can hurt yourself that <laughs> way and yeah the idea of multiple levels and all that cover plus like all the different objectives or anything you can put in a city board would be mm -hmm. pretty fun like and and once again destructible like that's you can take down buildings that's that's uh half the fun of city tech so yeah <laughs> yeah so, so there's cool. an enemy on the other side of the, of the building i could go around it or i could just blow it up and then i'll see him <laughs> shoot him through the building that's right <laughs> how about you pat what's what's kind of your last one well, it's one that I've been messing around with for a while. We just can't kind of fine tune it. And it's uh, pretty much, it's basically underwater. Uh, it's always hard, yeah. Mm. 
Okay. Uh, where we usually lose it is lasers. And G.I. Joe shot lasers underwater. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, Channing Tatum can do no wrong. And no, <laughs> how dare you? Uh, and missiles underwater are called torpedoes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So yeah. how do you handle that? Because in the game, they're instantaneous hits. So do you wait a couple rounds and then? Well. Yeah. Then what do you do when the mech moves in those couple rounds? Do you lose a little bit for movement well, tracking? Because none of those are, none of those are uh, addressed in any of the video games. No, you, you don't have many underwater turn based in the games. BattleTech one. No, but I'm just saying with missiles. Uh, I'm trying to remember what happens in Mech Five when you're running. I think the missiles just hit you anyways. No, oh, you can dodge missiles. It's I, just I know. I know in. Uh, um... Oh gosh, what was Gundam Battle Operations? Uh, you know what the one that was kind of like like a Universal Century themed one. Like the underwater levels were terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like you, like they were torpedoes and they had to travel a distance. Yeah. Like, and and I I think too like that's a that's a neat uh, space to to add to. Uh, the mechanics of, yeah. of shooting because there's, at, at there's so much you can do i mean I'm... you're gonna move slower mm-hmm. so uh yeah i, I, I mean I, you just well, kind of maybe I, set a I, uh i mean I, i'm not i'm no physicist so i don't know how water <laughs> affects l- l- laser <laughs> we don't have lasers so they can affect them anyways like not that well, I mean, we do have lasers, but we not don't that have kind of laser. weapon. Not, we don't not, have weaponized lasers. Yeah, that's right. But I would assume it would for be, underwater. It would work. It would, it would reduce yeah. the ranges. I would assume it would. It we would, just yeah. use them on drones right now. But look at uh, even bullets. Like you shoot a bullet into water, it stops within four feet. Like it's yeah. it's like ballistic weapons underwater are almost useless. Yeah. So, so what do you do with your auto cannons and your uh, yeah, your PPCs? You well, just PPC, put a little, PPCs little screws are, on the back of them. PPCs are, are are charged plasma, so I assume it just shoot yeah. through the water and boil it as it went. So uh, I think PPCs and, would still work. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's it's plasma, so it generates heat. So there's the water as it boils the water out. Does it cool itself off and do less damage the further it goes? I, is that hot? So there's the, so the this this is the thing that I had. We've been talking. We talk about when we say we should try to play an underwater battle, and uh, then you say Gundam has a I mean, few underwater battles, right? Easy, 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 the easiest way would just ignore all the physics of being underwater and that to just do movement. Doing underwater, then, like I mean, and just do movement. The, but that'd be space at one point, point, right? Yeah, at one point we just said let's just do movement. Um, uh, but I'm sure I'm sure someone is out there. Yeah, who listens well, to the show has actually worked all this stuff out. There's a <laughs> game called Deep Wars. It's more of a skirmish game, but it's all underwater, and it's I'm not sure. I remember people who've done the demo said it was boring as hell and actually it's a joke to fall asleep at the words of D-Force but but I can see how the 3D part would be neat because you can go up and down and because you could float up or whatever but Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it works much in Battletech I think it would work a lot more in like a Gundam game or somewhere where you're a lot more maneuverable I think Battletech mechs pretty much sink to the bottom, and that's it. Like unless you have jump jets, well, yeah. But you can definitely jump jet and then stay a foot a lot longer than you would in the air. Yeah, but those things are weigh a lot of poundage. <laughs> they don't they don't float. You know? so, yeah, but not... again, you don't float, but you're also not falling at terminal velocity in water either. Well, those things, I think, true. It's pretty fast, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, de- it's dead definitely zone a neat idea. Even, even dead zone underwater might be interesting. Oh, yeah, it's uh. The rules would be interesting. Once again, you just strap 
your fish and you put lasers on them. That's how, you, that's how you figure it out. So, yeah, it's those kind of things. It's it's even harder than space underwater, I would think, to actually yeah yeah figure it out. So, you, but you'd Buck, be adding you, restrictions. If as you do have to... a rule set out there, anyone listening to the show, if you do have a rule set, uh, feel free, and you don't mind sharing, feel free to post it up because I would definitely love to see what you've got. Yeah, absolutely. And and if if folks have uh, you know any other like kind of favorite terrain and and scenarios and battlefields they like to have maybe something uh, really creative that you came up with as like oh you know we fought on a bridge across a chasm you know some mm-hmm. something kind of crazy like that tunnels um, or ice or things like that yep interiors yeah. yes in inside fighting fighting inside a building would be pretty neat for a, a giant mech game <laughs> wow for dead zone that, that, my favorite well, some of my favorite dead zone games were always inside buildings but that wasn't with max that's just with the regular guys but yeah you'd but, have to have uh, a big building that... to have max fighting inside <laughs> true um but with that uh, i think we're gonna head out to the exfil and wrap up the episode sounds good let's exfil out of here and I've got saliva stuck in my head, which is a weird thing to say out loud out of context. <laughs> well, welcome to the Xville, everybody. Thank you for checking out the episode. Please give us a like and subscribe on, on YouTube is kind of our main main space, but uh, we are still on Podbean for at least uh, a little while yet. At least, and, another, uh, at least another year. Yeah, at least another year. Um, but uh, but yeah, so. You know, feel free to to reach out to us uh, if you if you have any fun ideas or heard about new shows or uh, games coming out. We're always we're always interested in hearing about new stuff in in this area, especially things that people might not have heard about and kind of spreading the word for. Um, but yeah, so with that, I guess I've been Brian. And I've been Chopper. Quick in out. Brian doesn't uh, believe in saying anything. Like, share, and nope. subscribe. How about that? You did say I that. did say that. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't say it enough. <laughs> I've been around. <laughs> Have a nice night, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at Radio. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion.